listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Stomping Jen. Lighten up. Enjoy. I'm trying to figure out how to sit so I can look at you. It's just you and me. Oh, you want and to I sit feel on the like I need to, to be staring at you, do you somehow. I'm wondering if I should move. Do you want to what do you think? sit next to me on the couch? Uh, no, that would be weird. I don't know how I would talk into a microphone. I'll just do it this way, I guess. But um, we don't have any guests for this episode. It's just you and me chatting about some stuff. Just the two of us. What do you think about that? Are you okay with that? Yeah. Do we need to find a guest? Can you do a show with me without a guest? I've done many shows. All right. Well, let's do it then, okay? Okay? Yes, I'm waiting. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen. It's another episode of just Brad and Jen or Sawtooth and Jen. That's your name now? Brad Sawtooth. I'm no longer hiding my name. How do you feel about that? I don't care. What do you think? Um, it was kind of stupid that I was hiding my name, to be honest with you. Were you intentionally hiding it? No, I was just afraid. Early afraid of on. what? I don't know. I pictured this podcast like being, I don't know, maybe more controversial, dealing with more stuff. I don't know. Um, I was worried about needing to hide my name. Hmm. So, um, not hiding my name. Here I am. You're being your true, authentic self. My name is out there swinging in the breeze. Right? <laughs> you feel naked? No, I don't feel naked. I like being naked. If I felt naked, it wouldn't bother me. So, um, how you doing? All right. Yeah? It was a long weekend. Mm-hmm. It felt like a long weekend. Even though I didn't have Friday off, it felt like a longish weekend. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday. Do you feel like it was too long? Uh, no. I don't feel it was too long. We got a lot in. We'll talk about it. But it was my birthday, Stomping Jen. It was. It's very low. How old am I? 48. 48 years old. That's sad. Why is it sad? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm slight. I don't know. I feel slightly depressed. Do you? That I'm turning 48, yeah. You've already turned 48. It's already happened. No, I know, but I'm really feeling... I'm feeling old. I feel mortality a little more acutely, I Do think. You? Yeah, I mean, I'm only... I'm one, I'm one year away from the age um, 
a dear family member of mine passed away at. Is that true? Yeah, 49. For real? Yeah, for real. Oh, that's sad. Right? And so I think about that and it kind of freaks me out and makes me sad and makes me feel old. And I don't like it. Hmm. You know? Um, That's crazy. Is that true? It's 100% true. Wow. Um, so anyways, I think about that kind of makes me feel down. And I think about, you know, being 48, every little backache I have feels a little stronger, um, you know, feels a little more serious. I just like, I think, you know, I think more and more about all the stuff going on with my body. Like, is that just an ache or pain? Is that something worse? Um, you know, and then it doesn't help that I'm going into 48, um, the unhealthiest I've been in years. Why is that? I'm fatter than I've been in like two years, three years. No, I'm saying, why do you think that is? Why am I fatter? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know the answer to that. I mean, why do you feel... uh unhealthy i guess is what i'm like i just told you because i'm fatter okay so my back hurts what has changed in the last couple of years is it the pandemic did it just no there's a period routine like what yeah the pandemic destroyed some of my routines but there was a period during the pandemic where i was doing pretty good Hmm. i felt healthier so what is it just the winter i hate the winter Ah, the winter can bite my asshole like, i hate the winter like too. it really it just like it kills my motivation for doing things yeah um yeah the winter sucks i don't know so um so that just makes me feel kind of like depressed and down oh, this and is a great way to start an entertainment i know podcast. right <laughs> well, what if i what if i do one of these will that cheer people up no that doesn't help no how about this that doesn't help either hmm um, well, what if I do? I wonder too if, what if like, I do this the unhealthy being 48 music. I wonder if being vegetarian, I'm not a vegetarian, I ate meat stop. tonight. I'm wondering if our pivot to a mainly vegetarian diet has something to do with being fatter, uh, your feelings of unhealthiness. Shouldn't that make me feel healthier, eating no. more vegetables? No, because I think the part I keep trying to drive home... Is there some kind of sadness chemical in vegetables? No, I'm going to finish what I'm going to say. Go ahead, please. Is that when, before we were vegetarian, mainly vegetarian in the house, uh-huh. we barely ate stuff like pasta... And and now we're like eating this very carb heavy diet. I still don't eat a lot of pasta. I stay away from it. So, did you notice when we had veggie burgers the other night? Yeah. I did not have a bun. Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. I think that in general, when you eat a more Mediterranean style diet, which is more heavy protein and vegetable and less carbs, yeah, it's a healthier way to live. And I kept keep stressing that but nobody wants to hear what i have to say about a mediterranean diet doesn't include a lot of meat it includes fish fish is meat i hate to tell you we don't eat any 
fish. We don't barely eat any meat at all. You want to go on the Hungarian diet, which is like beef, beef gravy. That's not true. And borscht. That's all you want to eat. I literally, no. Well, help me out here. When we were eating primarily a meat and veg for meals, yeah, I feel like we were fuller longer and didn't rely fuller on, longer that's the opposite of what they say and didn't rely on carbs meat doesn't make you fuller longer i don't think you understand the way proteins work versus carbohydrates no like you know either they say to fill up on vegetables to stay fuller longer not meat protein that includes nut butters and nuts and beans and all of those types of things it does Yes. Huh. So what are you suggesting? I think we should go on a lower carb, higher protein, and enough with this nonsense with eating pasta all the time. I don't know where you... I don't eat pasta all the time. I rarely eat pasta. I'm making pasta pasta at least once or twice a week. And you're eating it. I'm not eating it. it. Yes, you are. When I make spaghetti. Spaghetti's delicious. Of course it's delicious. Nobody's disputing that fact. But when that's like your meal... And that's my meal what? And there's not a lot of protein Then you're snacking at night Because you're hungry Yeah Right? Gotta stop the snacking Well, I'm just saying I do like goldfish (laughs) Those are delicious They were not bought for you They're salty too Mm -hmm. Right? Then you get all that salt in you Right, and then you get bloated And you get bloated that's a nasty thought. Yeah. Well. 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 I gotta say though, um, so I've been working back, been working back towards getting into a good running routine again. Mm-hmm. It's taken me two weeks to get finally back up to the point where I can run three and a half miles without stopping again. Okay. Did that twice last week. Sweet. And I was. I mean, my time wasn't great. I'm still two mi- I'm two, still two minute, uh, a mile a minute uh, slower than I want to be. I don't like running. I love running. Good for you. So, um, so anyways. Um, anyways, I'm very sorry. I sorry what that I I'm hope- 48. No, <laughs> no. I'm glad that you're 48. It's better than the alternative. Which is what dead yes okay (laughs) oh yeah so anyways my 48th birthday so tell us about your 48th birthday what did we do this weekend take us through it from your perspective yeah i mean it was a bit unusual because uh, there was a lot of uh activity going on this weekend Mm -hmm. right related to not my birthday um but we'll get to that in a minute uh I mean, the first thing we did for my birthday is we went we went for an early lunch. You're not saying anything. You're just staring at me. I'm thinking about what we did for your birthday. Went for an early lunch um, at a sushi place in Northampton, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a busy little city out here in western Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And we got sushi. That was your request. Yeah, we want some friends of ours. I want it, right. 
Because what, what's the alternative? Because what is sushi? What is sushi? Mm-hmm. It's rice. No. That's a carbohydrate. No. Yes. What do you get? I got sashimi. Right. Does that have any rice? It's all just fish. Right. It keeps you fuller, longer. Fuller, longer, faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got this. Uh, I got this fish. This sashimi. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, like a lunch thing. A lunch box. Yeah, but it didn't come in a box. Why didn't it come in a box? I don't know. That's frustrating. I kind of wish it had come in, in a box. Um, so... Um, it came in a bowl. Yeah, so uh, two friends of ours mm-hmm. from the Boston area drove out here mm-hmm. to lunch with us. Yeah. Right, at this place called Osaka. Did I say the name already? No. Yeah, it's in Northampton. Um, they you came. Tell our listeners the fun fact about Osaka. You tell us. What's the fun fact about Osaka? When we moved back out here. Oh, okay. So two th- in two thousand and three, Stomping Jen and I moved back out here to Western Massachusetts, mm. and Stomping Jen got us this awful apartment, <laughs> right? And it was in like this brick uh, monstrosity. Right, with a whole bunch of like they were condos. Yeah, like condos. And it was um built on kind of like a steel platform, right? So like you can um you know, like somebody's coming up the stairs, you can hear it and feel it in the floor because the vibrations transmit through all of the metal. Right? So um how do I want to say this? So, okay, so we moved into this apartment, and at the time when we moved out there, I was still working in Boston. So Western Massachusetts, where we lived, Northampton, is about an hour, an, and, a half. An hour and a half drive to Boston. So I used to have to get up at like four in the morning to miss the traffic to get out to Boston. And um, at some point in living in this apartment, around one in the morning... All of a sudden, we'd just be sleeping, and it'd be woken up by this um, this sound. Somebody going boom, 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 boom. I have to take a breath. Boom, 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 boom. It would happen like night after night after night. It would go on for about an hour. Be like, what the hell is going on? Is somebody having sex? Um, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, finally, after like a week of not being able to sleep, um, what happened, Stomping Jen? I, I have no idea. I don't know the story was. I, I walked out into the hallway like at one one fifteen in the morning. And I'm like, this has got to stop. And I found the apartment that was happening in, and it was the apartment across the hallway from us. So I started knocking on the door, and I was really angry, right? And this um, gentleman opens the door, and uh, he's all sweaty. And I was like, what is... I said, I'm trying to sleep, and all I hear is you pounding like crazy. What is going on? And he goes, oh, I'm really sorry. My name's Johnny. He goes, I, um, I work in a restaurant, right? And he goes... I get home at night, and so I try to run. He was on a treadmill mm-hmm. running, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I was like, well, 
is there any way you can run in the mornings instead? Or because I, you know, I have to get up at four in the morning and you're disturbing my sleep. And so he was really nice and we worked it out. Um, and he, you know, he stopped doing, he stopped doing the running at night. He switched to doing it in the mornings he before he went to work. Yeah, he did. I don't remember the, all yeah. this detail. I just remembered he lived across the hall from us. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know what restaurant, uh, he worked in or whatnot. So then one, one day we were out to eat at this, uh, Japanese restaurant in Northampton, um, Osaka. And we ordered our food. We got like our, you know, did what we usually did back then. Got drinks, like a big meal of sushi, uh, desserts, all of that stuff. And finally, um, then we go to pay the bill. And the waiter's like, oh, it's all taken care of. I was like, what? Um, And then the guy comes over. It was the guy who lived across the street, uh, across the hallway from us. And it turns out he owned the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. He was the owner of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. He was super nice. He was super nice. And he like comped our bill for us. Mm. He's like, I'm real. And he came over. He's like, yeah, I just, I feel bad that I had been waking you up. So I wanted to give you this meal for free. Anyways, we haven't been to this restaurant in quite some time. Yeah. Su- Mostly because we don't live in Northampton. And so we don't go out there very often. Yeah. Super nice guy. Anyways. So we went to lunch. Yeah, I saw him there. He didn't remember us yeah. either. Um, his name was Johnny, if I remember, I think. I don't remember. Johnny. Um, so anyways, that's where we got lunch. We got sushi. We ordered a bunch of rolls. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good. It was a good lunch. I hadn't had sushi in a while. Yeah. I remember how much I loved sushi. Sushi's excellent. Yeah. And then we went over across the street to Thorne's Marketplace, which is like a little mall of sorts. What happened over in the there? downtown area. And they have this whole like birthday like um, deal. Like if you go to their stores, they each store has like a a deal you can get. Oh, right. For your birthday. Oh, only I forgot in about your that. Birthday. Yeah, yeah, only in your birthday. So one of the deals that you can get is a free medium sundae at this awesome ice cream place. Called Harold's. Harold's ice cream. Yeah. It's an institution in yeah. Northampton. Yeah. Did you say it's in Thorne's Marketplace? Yes, I did. Okay. And then what happened? You got ice cream. Yeah, and I got sugar free ice cream. Yes, and then you put sugar on top of it. Is sugar free ice cream the same as no sugar added? I don't I don't eat any of that, so I have no idea. Well, I didn't put sugar on it. I put whipped cream on it. And hot fudge. And hot fudge and a cherry. And some pecans. Very sugary cherry. <laughs> Very sugary. I understand those But cherries. it was a giant, it was a giant sundae. It was huge. Yeah. It was good. Um, I mean, I didn't eat it. I had my own. Yeah. I got malted vanilla with hot fudge. Well, that no sugar added ice cream upsets my stomach. Why do you get it then? And it was a bit... Uh, too much. Two scoops was a bit too much for me. Why do I get it? Because mm. it's delicious. It's ice cream. Why don't you just get full fat, full sugar? Oh, too much. But you just said the no sugar added upsets your stomach. Yeah, but um, the sugar in the ice cream upsets me more. I don't know about you. Like, I feel it's weird now. If I eat too much sugar, I can like feel it in my head. <laughs> 
I'm like very sensitive to sugar now, like having too much sugar. I don't know if it's a function of getting older or maybe I'm getting diabetes. What do you think? I don't know. Is it possible I'm getting diabetes? Only your doctor would know. When was the last time you went to a doctor? It's been two years ago. Maybe we should go to the doctor. Think so? Maybe. Maybe I should go. I'm afraid to go. Why? Uh, I don't like getting weighed. You weigh yourself every day. I know, but I don't like the doctor knowing how much I weigh. (laughs) Was he broadcasting it to the world? It makes me feel embarrassed. Why? Huh? Why? Uh, I feel like he's judging me. Let's unpack this. I feel like he's judging me. His job is to (coughs) make sure that you're healthy. Yeah. Is he judging me if I'm too heavy? Uh, I mean, I guess that's the definition, right? Like, he's... Yeah. I feel like they're going to be disappointed in me. Like the doctor will be disappointed in me. Oh, my God. It's like when you go to the dentist and you have to admit you've... Or you have to admit you don't floss. That's different. Everyone has nasty teeth. Mm. And I floss regularly. I'm, I was just pointing to a thing that people are embarrassed to I can't to. be not fat regularly. Oh my god. I th- so everybody has like a natural weight that they like state that they're in, I think. What does that mean? Forget that for a second. So it's <laughs> but you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't want you have no problem with the doctor knowing how much you weigh? I mean, I know how much I weigh. It's not a big surprise. But I dread. I, sometimes I don't go to the doctor because I'm afraid of getting weighed. That's ridiculous. Why? Because. Hmm. So what do I do? You just go to the doctor. Should I talk to my therapist about this? I think that this is a definitely a therapist conversation. I don't want him to know either. <sighs> what difference does it make? It's like, who cares? I care. But, like, you already know the answer. You already know if you but I feel are like at I, your healthiest or not. I feel like they're going to... Um, what are they going to do? Put you in fat jail? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like uh, what's going to happen? <laughs> and now my newest thing is I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to fit into my most recent suit. Are you going to an event that I'm well, not I'm ter- in? Well, I'm terrified. We're about to get a new niece. And if I have to go to some kind of ceremony... I wouldn't worry about that I won't be able much. to fit in a suit. You're overthinking everything. What if I die? I won't be able to fit into my oh. suit. I'll be too fat for my suit. You'll be dead. Nobody will care. People will be sad that you're dead. They won't care about your suit size. Well... Maybe I'm just vain. This is the kind of stuff that I that think about. Vain. I can tell you what this is. This what is, is it? called years of being bombarded with body image issues. Well, it doesn't help that we went to a movie today and I see 57-year-old Alexander Skarsgård looking Skarsgård. with his abs. He's a movie star. I mean, I think it moved a little. I was super um, I mean, into Alexander Skarsgård. He had like abs on his abs. I know. <laughs> that was some serious know. ab work. 
he and I could make some beautiful Nordic babies. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Anyways, but my point is, um, yeah, I, um, so that's why I got the sugar-free ice cream. But it's just a joke because it's not like it's, it's not like it's what? You may as well just eat the fucking ice cream. I don't think so. Yes. Um. You should just eat the fucking ice cream. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, I didn't. I don't even just think so. I know so. <sighs> okay, if that was meat, maybe I would just eat the meat. Right? But ice cream is just sugary and it's just pure fat and it's not good for you. It's a delicious treat. Do you eat an ice cream sundae like that every day? No, not every day. Okay, so it's called a treat. Right. Rarely eat ice cream like that. But I feel like if I... Anyway, whatever. We're going over this too much. The point is... Um, Would you like to have some therapy around this? I have I have deep issues around... Um, around my weight. I don't like it. I don't like where I'm at. At 48. That rhymes. Should I go get my gold teeth and do oh a wrap? No. No. <laughs> Yo, I have deep issues about my weight. I don't like where I'm at at 48. Went to Harold's to get some ice cream. But I got the sugar free. You know what I mean? I'm worried I won't fit into my suit. That's all I got. I don't know. I can't help you. I know. I'm sorry. I know you can't help me. Well, listen. Can you move your? See, this is a problem because you're. Can I move my bowels? Yes, I can move my bowels. Your body is what I said. I'm very regular. I know that you. Very regular. Are in chronic pain, so it's a hard. I am in chronic pain. Questions to even ask you, but like. But here's the problem: when I I weigh twenty, exercising is just to keep your body healthy. When I weighed twenty pounds less, my pain wasn't any less. It wasn't any better. It was, it was, in fact, it was worse at I don't times. Know what to tell you, you and think that having more cushion is more helpful. You just no stretching has helped me. Okay. Stretching has absolutely, objectively helped my back pain. I'm glad to hear that. So whenever I am keeping up with that and really, really trying to focus on that, that's how you increase your mobility. That's a good thing. <sighs> yeah, I'm worried about that mobility. That's important. I'm You need to be mobile. Well, anyway, so we went to Northampton. And we got <clears> some ice cream. Got some ice cream. Sushi. Then uh, this Thorns uh, Marketplace, where the ice cream place is, also has a chocolatier. Mm-hmm. That means chocolatier, by the way. And I got a free piece of chocolate, and I gave it to our friend. Mm-hmm. And you got a free coffee, which you gave to our friend. And I got a free coffee from... Uh, Share, Share Coffee. Share Coffee. Let's shout them out. Um Gave that to my friend. The guy was really nice, too, because she wanted a um, macchiata. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck a macchiata it's, is. It's an espresso shot with, like, some sort of milk. Yeah, but I was only supposed to get, like, a hot black coffee for free. And he's like, well, you can have the macchiata for free. That was nice. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. He's just a guy, guy, it's guy just working milk there. milk and espresso. I know, but he wasn't a dick. Yeah. And that was really nice. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, I don't care. Here, I'll give you a macchiata your birthday and it's that's your friend for your birthday you want your friend to have the macchiata so that's what you get so thanks share coffee yeah right yeah then we came home 
Well, you missed like what the whole miss? reason we were in Northampton. No, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Oh, okay. We're just going through my birthday. Oh, okay. We came home. I took a nap. It was a good nap. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, in the middle of our nap, your um your watch went off. It thought you were exercising during our nap. Isn't that funny? It's so funny. <laughs> we were napping. Why would your why would your watch think we were exercising? <laughs> Anyways, it was a delightful nap. Oh. Um I slept. Right? We got up from our nap. Mm-hmm. And um anything else you want to say about our nap? No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long of a uh, exercise, a napping session? All right, never mind. I'm getting a look. Okay. Um, So we woke up from our nap, and then uh, it was off to the main event of the day, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the reason our friends actually came out from Boston. They didn't actually come out to celebrate my birthday. They came out to see Ted, our son, in a play. In a play, Right, so they Our little thespian. Song. Yeah, they came out. Um, they came out to see the matinee. Yes, and we went to the. Where did we? The go? evening show, not the matinee. We went to the evening show. The evening show. There was two shows: one at two and one at seven. Oh. Of the play. Yeah. Oh, the fucking static! It's driving me crazy. Do you hear it? Yes, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. Um, some kind of fucking electrical shit. I think. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so there were two plays. They went, and we went to go see the evening play. But it was the same play. It was just two shows of it. Which was at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that play was called The Brothers Grimm Spectaculathon. Yes. It's like an actual play some guy wrote, right? Yeah. You want to talk about what that play was? Hold on. I got to sneeze. So you Bless talk you. about it. Bless you. Bless you. Go ahead. Just talk about the play. All right. I'm going to try to talk about the play while you sneeze. Yeah, go ahead. So the play is, it's a comedy. Uh, It's based on, um, the concept is that they're going to take all 209 uh, Grimm fairy tales. Right. The fairy tales that were written by the Grimm brothers. uh, And they were going to perform them all within the two-hour allotment of the play. Right. So it was, um, they wove together as best they, as best they could, um, some of the storylines so that it was a very funny play. It was very well done. The kids did a great job. It was a high school, it was a theater club from the kids' school. And Ted had a pretty big parts in it. Yeah. He had some fun parts in it. And And he's a freshman. And, uh. It was super fun to watch. Yeah, I never, I've never seen him act before. He had a good stage presence. Yeah, he's very self-assured. And That's things that people used to say that about me. Yeah. Is I have a commanding stage presence. Yeah. So, um, we're not making this about you. Yeah. Well, he is part me. He's all himself. But he he's all himself. But he is also part me. Um. And he inherited the stage presence gene. Go on. <laughs> Anyways, um, it was a surprise to us that he joined the theater club to begin with. Yeah, but, I, um, it was a pleasant surprise, and um, we very much, I think, enjoyed watching him. It was fun. Yeah, 
It's a good time. Yeah. Now the absolute highlight of the evening was after the play was over, mm-hmm. when people were exiting uh, the theater. I was standing. <clears throat> I was standing by the stage, just waiting because Ted, um, because he is part of the um, the theater thing. He's had, the cast. He's the cast. But the, all the all the kids had to like break down the equipment and stuff. Right, because they were the theater club. Right. So I'm standing there, um, leaning against the stage and watching people go out, and um, see this old lady going by, and all of a sudden uh, she screams. Right, and she falls down on the mat in front of me, and grabbing her chest and scream and screaming, "My chest!" I'm like, "Oh, fuck! This person is dying in front of me. They're having a heart attack." So it was a little scary. Yeah, it was very scary. So I jumped into action. I leaped down onto the ground and I said to her, trying to figure out like what was hurting her, mm-hmm. right? And like, did she fall because her chest was hurting her or did she trip? Like I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. And I and then there was another woman there who I think was a nurse who was like down there talking to her too. We were both talking to her and I finally got out of her that she tripped and she fell on her chest. Mm-hmm. And that's how she hurt herself. So I was like, okay, she might have a broken rib. She might have a broken sternum, um, but it's probably not a heart attack. Yeah. So um, because, because she was saying, though, my chest, my chest, I didn't know if she was having a heart attack because she fell mm-hmm. also, right? Like, right. I didn't know if that was happening, Could have been too. Anything. She was... She was on the elderly. So this there's a woman standing there. She's like, should I call 911? I go, yes, call 911 now, right? Mm-hmm. So they called 911, and me and this other lady stayed with her. Um, before the paramedics came, she wanted to sit up. So we got a chair, and me and this lady helped like lift her up and get her into the chair. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, my back. Oh, no. It's like, oh, I'm going to fuck my back up helping this old lady. Did you? No, thankfully. No. I credit all the stretching. Mm. Um, so. Well, the police came. The police the came, came. Then the EMTs came. They checked her out. And she walked out under her own power. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a good sign. That was fun. But then we were remarking how um, I seem to always be present when old people fall. It's true. And I rescue them. There was that time we were in the theater. Um just sitting there and an old lady face planted down the steps. <laughs> Remember that? So what happened? I had to jump up. I ran over there. You're going to hell. Huh? Why are you laughing at that? Do you remember it? No, I just... I don't know. I think it's nervous laughter. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Well, I mean, in that instance, no one was helping her. I was like, well, no... So I jumped up and I assisted her mm-hmm. and I got her on her feet and and she was like confused she's like looking around and I walked her out of the theater mm-hmm. you know she's going to get some popcorn or something it's like imagine that falling and breaking your face because you want popcorn <laughs> that seems like something that would happen to me yeah so um anyways I seem to always be around when old people get hurt 
you're not the cause of the old no, people no, getting no, no, hurt. No, 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 no. no this but, woman clearly, like, she tripped over the mat. Yeah, I don't mind helping them. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yeah, no, I was good. I think I did my civic, uh, civic duty mm. assisting her, so. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it was scary. It was pretty scary when somebody goes down in front of you and is screaming. Yeah. But that nurse um, who helped her is so much better than me. Well, I, I'm just trying to like figure out what the, you know, like, is she going to die right here? Am I going to have to start doing CPR? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. But the nurse was like, you know, rubbing her back and being like, it's okay, dear. I mean, being, being nurturing. Yes. That's what nurses do. Meanwhile, I'm like, is this old bird going to croak? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody locate the paddles. We got to hook her up. Start running the juice through her. Yeah. So it was uh, the worst part about all that happening. I felt so bad uh, that it happened. I'm just going to clarify that. But like the play had been so funny and like everybody was in a good mood. And then this thing (laughs) happened. Everybody was like, oh, shit. Yeah. She ruined the afterglow of the play. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And then a lot of the kids like had no idea what had happened. Yeah. And then this one kid who was like, um, he was one of the leads, basically. He like came out into the hallway and was like, everybody clear out. There's an ambulance here. Yeah. And he's like, they need to get through. And meanwhile, they were in there with the old lady for like another half hour. Yeah. It wasn't like they were wheeling her out and rushing her to the hospital, which, no. by the way, was next door. <laughs> Literally right next door. Literally right next door. We could have yeah. walked her over to the hospital. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, that's what happened. Yeah, and then we were exhausted and we went home. Yeah. That was the end of my actual birthday. Yeah. Well, we watched some TV when we got home. What did we watch? Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, Yellowstone. We've been watching that. So I'm not ready to talk about Yellowstone yet. Okay. We're still working our way through it. Um, so the old lady collapsed. And then the other thing, um, so that was my birthday, which was fine. Um, but nobody... all you wanted to do for your birthday was very specific. What did I want to do? You told me weeks before. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But that couldn't happen on my birthday because right. of this play. Right. You know what else didn't happen on my birthday? What? Nobody got me a cake. What? No, there was a... Nobody sang happy birthday to me. <sighs> I didn't even get a present. Number one, yeah, you got cards from your children. Okay. Didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Did I get a card from you? No. I gave you your kisses. And other things we're not going to mention on the radio. The nap. The, the nap, the other <laughs> stuff. Anyways. So you got plenty. <laughs> really? What's really? that Hamilton song? You will never be satisfied. <laughs> Anyways, there Go was ahead. it was very intentional because we knew that everything was going to be out of whack. I'm so just please don't. I'm just joking. Okay, so why don't we talk about Sunday? What happened? Um well, I want to talk a little bit more before we get to that. I want mm. to talk a little bit more about the the week before my birthday. 
So they listed they lifted most of the mask mandates here. Mm-hmm. And so I have been dipping my toe in the water and starting to go into stores without masks where they don't allow it. Now I am myself uh, fully vaccinated. Boosted. Boosted. I've had Omicron. So my immune my immunity is even higher, right? Mm-hmm. And and what that means is if I get infected again, my body's likely to kill the virus very quickly, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going to be, you know, I'm very unlikely to be a spreader. Mm-hmm. Not to mention I'm going to be at low risk for being sick myself, okay? Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to test the waters. I was like, okay. Um, I had to go into Whole Foods to get some stuff. And I'm gonna, it's like, I'm just going to go in without my mask. So I walk in, right? To Whole Foods without my mask on, and ninety-seven percent of the store is wearing masks. And I got a whole bunch of dirty looks from people. One person just like stopped what they were doing and stared at me as I walked by. Right? It's unmistakable. You know they're looking at you. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just tried to ignore them. Um, I saw maybe three other people in the entire store without masks. Mm-hmm. And we kind of knowingly smiled at each other. <laughs> You're in that club now? I'm in that club now. Okay. But I'm not doing it for any ideological reason. I mean, the, the science right. supports that decision. Right. Right? And if we claim we support science, then right, there's nothing wrong with what I did. Okay. Right, and honestly, like I'm getting fucking zits all over my face from wearing masks, and I, like I wanted to go into a store without wearing a mask. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I wanted to. Okay. So I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into Starbucks without a mask, and there are like a good mix of people in there not wearing masks. And then today we went uh, to a movie, and the I didn't... only thing you wanted for your birthday. Yeah, I wanted to go see The Batman. The Batman. And I didn't wear a mask in the movie theater. hmm Right? And that actually felt pretty great. So that brings us to The Batman. We saw The Batman. Only thing you wanted to do for your birthday. Yeah, what did you think of The Batman? I thought it was great. It was a smidge too long. So let's tell people, there might be the potential for spoilers here, right? But we're going to try to, we're going to try not to spoil anything. Okay, Snopping Jen? So... Okay. Don't reveal any key plot points. Great. Okay. No problem. Okay. So um, what did you think of the new Batman, Robert Pattinson? I thought he did an excellent job. What did you like about his performance? Um, He's very emo. He's very... He had... He, like, did. He totally personified, like, a noir version of um, Batman. Yeah, and this Batman he's playing um, is kind of like early in Batman's career, yeah. right? He's still grappling, actually, with trying to figure out how to be Batman. Um, and so there's a little, like, it's pretty bit gritty. of emo-ness, yeah. like, appropriate yeah. for this version of Bruce Wayne. He seems like a very young adult. Yeah. Um, but I thought physically, like, yeah. he was a great Batman. No, he had the, like chin the butt chin yeah he's like got an awesome face for it he does Um, he's like a perfect face he's also got these kind of like pointy teeth (laughs) do you notice that no 
They're a little like pointy-ish and they look menacing. Right? I mean he also has those like eyes. He's got very good eyes, so um Cause you I'm, have to like act with the mask on your face. Yeah, this isn't a spoiler. Like most of the film is Batman. There's very little Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. This is not a Bruce Wayne film. It's a Batman film. So most of the acting Robert Pattinson has to do is wearing this mask, mm-hmm. right? And he does an amazing job, like with his eyes. You mentioned his eyes. Yeah. Um, like there were some really great shots of him sort of like from the bottom of his face up, like with his eyes. like Yeah. Like classic Batman. Like straight out of a comic book. Yeah. And, and not the corny comic no, book. No, 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 no. He version. conveyed a lot of emotion with his eyes. Yeah. Right? In his face. And he, I mean, he was, he was a really great choice. I think he's a big person too. Like, mm. is he tall? I have no idea. Or did they just pick short actors to go against him? Because he seemed like he was towering over people. You think so? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of awesome scenes in it. Like, so Batman is still kind of new on the scene. The police don't like him. But he's like buddied up with Commissioner. Uh, he's, he's not buddied up with. Yeah, he's buddied Gordon. up with the guy who's going to become Commissioner Gordon. But he's buddied up with Gordon, and there's a scene where Batman's walking into a crime scene, and you can just see all the people like, like looking at him with hatred, and like, why is Gordon working with them? Mm-hmm. And just the way he walks through that crowd of people, like, you know, he's wearing all of that judgment, mm-hmm. and you can tell. You know, mm, this might be a what? spoiler. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Okay. So, um, he was a really good Batman. Yeah. I felt, um, physically. The bat suit was awesome. Mm-hmm. The Batmobile was cool. Yeah. The bat suit was, this was the one, this one was built more like a suit of armor mm-hmm. than any other one I've seen. Yeah. It actually almost looked kind of reptilian in a way. Thanks. Like it was all scaly. I don't know. It looked like the bottom of a snake to me. Anyways, um, it had this really cool detachable, like, that chest plate thing. Yeah. On like he could take it out and cut things with it. It was like a knife. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bat suit was really cool. You know, again, it looked like he built it himself, which is what I liked about it. Yeah. Um, the bat helmet was good, and then the main um, the main villain in this was the Riddler. Right, and so if you remember Batman Forever, Jim Carrey played the Riddler in that. <laughs> this is not the same Riddler. No, I mean, in arguably Jim Carrey's Riddler was more comic book accurate. Yeah. This Riddler... Well... Go ahead. You have to... Like, I feel like we had this conversation before when we had that Marvel guy on. Yeah. About comics and the different uh, stages and iterations that they've been through over the years like how they can reincarnate themselves by having different artists in the comics and having different storylines and this is definitely a darker batman yeah you know more like um i don't know the artists for the dc comics but um more like Cincinnati type like, miller frank miller yeah 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 more gritty yeah um so the so the version of the Riddler they did in this uh, was actually modeled after um, a real serial killer named the Zodiac Killer, who wore like a hood um, over his head and glasses over the hood, mm-hmm. and he used codes and ciphers and stuff to taunt the police 
So, you know, this wasn't the Riddler from Batman Forever wearing the green jumpsuit with question marks all over it and a cane. Um, this was a much more menacing Riddler and uh, modeled after an actual serial killer. So um, the guy who plays the Riddler in this, Paul Dano, is that how you say it? Paul Dano. He was pretty good. I liked him. Did you like it? Did you like, like what? I'm curious. Do you know anything about the Zodiac Killer? No. So what was your impression of the Riddler? No, I thought it was a good, I think just overall, I liked the grittiness of it. It was more Joker-esque, like menacing, right? Like, you know, like. Like from the Dark Knight, they made him more menacing. Yeah, but like, you know, it's like comic books can be very hokey and this seems like oh my god this could be real like a real thing right like set more in like a real world type dimension yeah that's and i think that's why they modeled the riddler after the zodiac killer right. they, they it's scarier in the, in the yeah the director said that that that's what they chose to model him after um because it made sense um so i really liked it and there was a lot of um you know, one of the things about Batman is he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, mm-hmm. right? And oh, very, they totally did that. Yeah, but very few of the previous uh, Batman movies have leaned into that mm-hmm. right aspect of it. In this, um, in this movie, Batman, you know, he's walking around, he's making observations that other people aren't making about things. He's putting together the clues. He's solving the puzzles. Right. He's got all this technology that helps him collect information. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It definitely like leaned into that world's greatest detective part. Mm-hmm. And he was also like, he's not a superhero in that way. Like he's a regular guy who has all this stuff that he uses, right? Like, yeah. so you can see he takes off his suit and he's all scarred up. Yeah. Right? Like, cause he actually gets hurt. From fighting, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so there, so uh, the villain was really good. Uh, we talked about Commissioner Gordon, the guy who played him. I don't know the actor's name. I'm it's sorry. That guy who's Bernard in Westworld. Is that who he is? Yeah. That's what I thought. He was really good. He's like in like a bajillion different things. Yeah. The other the other one who was really good was the uh, John Totoro mm. played Carmine Falcone, mm-hmm. the mob boss of yeah. Gotham. He was awesome. Yeah, he was really good. I didn't know anything about this going in, and I wasn't expecting anything out of that part. Mm. But it was so good. He played it so good. Mm-hmm. Um, just his, just his delivery, and like it totally bought him mm-hmm. as a mob boss. Yeah, I loved him. I thought he was he was he might have been my second favorite part mm. i actually liked him more than the riddler then there was the penguin was in it mm-hmm. played by colin farrell who you <laughs> after the movie when i told you and your reaction is not alone denied that it was colin farrell it didn't look like colin farrell at all yeah but never it was really him. guessed it yeah. <clears throat> but it was him and he, he i thought he was pretty good yeah he was good they're gonna make a spin-off series about him mm-hmm. so um, that was Colin Farrell as the Penguin. He was good. And again, the story was really good for the Batman. What? Selena Kyle. Cat oh, I forgot Woman. about Catwoman. How did you forget about Catwoman? Zoe Kravitz. Um, she did great. 
Yeah, I said this to you afterwards. I'm not. I don't find Catwoman a very interesting character. Like I, I find I her. Understand. I find she, in my mind, she only exists up against Batman. And Batman was so good in this. Like I was always focused on Batman, mm. even though Catwoman was like super hot. You know, mm. was good to look at. The act, Zoe, what, Zoe Kravitz, is that mm-hmm. her name? She did a really great performance as Catwoman. The two of them had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. They definitely did. All right, they kissed a couple times. Um, you know, she was, they were steamy. But I mean, Catwoman and Batman have that, like, you know, like, ish, you know, like, is she are they will they they had that what they did all of that what did they do you know like can they be together should they be together well what do you think should they be together can they be together I don't want to spoil anything for anybody will they won't they yeah don't spoil it Um, but you liked Catwoman yeah, I mean, I like Catwoman's. I like the chicks in these movies. Like, why do you like the chicks? Catwoman and Harley. Catwoman and Harley. Harley. Quinn. You like Harley Quinn? Yeah. You're a big Harley Quinn fan. Yeah. What do you like about Harley Quinn? I like chaos creators, and that's I think also what attracts me to like, like Catwoman, just chaos creators. Even though, like, this version of Catwoman wasn't as chaos creator as, like, Michelle Pfeiffer's right. version. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm not a fan of Catwoman, so <laughs> I wouldn't have cared if she was in the movie or not. Oh, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention, I know this is so lame, but um, one of the scenes or a couple of the scenes take place in this club. Yeah. Um, and, like, that that club so I won't, it was like the club that I would go to in high school in New York City I still can't believe you did that I know like I who was who are you I was watching that I was like holy shit it's like the limelight and then I was like yeah how did we get in there I don't even remember how we ended up I know how you got in there you were young teenage women so they let you in I don't know anyways that's how you got in I still have these like yeah so anyways what do you have no, it's just like, you know, when I see something like that on the screen, it's just like it takes me right back. It's crazy. It's hard to explain. I don't know. Well, the way you described to me, it was these like labyrinth-like yeah, these, clubs. Yeah. The loud music, the people. But this one in particular, the way that they had it with like the staircase and like the upstairs and the downstairs and the pit, like where the music was, it was exactly like that. Yeah. I would hate it. I would never want to go there. Anyways, you can't. It's a mall now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> anyways, this was a um, it was a really good Batman movie. I liked that. The story was awesome. Again, there was like a mystery to solve, which was good. Batman was involved in solving the mystery. It was a smidge too long. It was a long movie. It was almost three hours. Yeah. Right? It could have cut out a, a scene or two. Yeah, but it looked beautiful. It did. If you're into like cinematography, yeah. and it's it's worth seeing on the big screen it from was that dark perspective. And it rained a lot. 
in Gotham, it seems to rain a lot. I asked yeah. you that. I'm like, why is it always raining in Gotham? Yeah. Um, I liked it. I'm glad we saw it. I lived up to what I wanted. Great. So glad. that was the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. And then, um, so we saw that today. Mm-hmm. Right? The day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. And then you got me a cake. Mm-hmm. After saying that I nobody got you a cake. I know. That's what that was a mystery. Mm, I, <laughs> a mystery to solve. <laughs> the least well kept mystery. Yeah, well, we are on the phone with your sister earlier today. After we got home from the Batman, you were talking um to her and she yelled, Yeah, something about the cake. Right? She so yelled she about said, the cake. What did you do about the cake? What did you do about the cake? Because we didn't know when the cake should come. That was the big thing that I had to discuss with the kids. Well, we had to make some decision points because um, Saturday was so consumed with. It was made by the amazing Cakes by Pip. Yes. Who was on our podcast. Yes. Right? It was mm-hmm. a good cake. It was. A it was delicious. Peanut butter frosting, dark chocolate cake covered with malted milk balls. Yeah. It had Oreo uh, crumble. An Oreo crumble in it. Yeah. Yeah. Good cake. Yeah. And <laughs> so that was it. Wait, what else what? did the cake have? Oh, it was covered with um different types of UFOs. Yeah. Or UAP to those of you who know the subject matter. Yeah. Unidentified aerial phenomena. And um Sarah, who is the uh owner and main um cake artist for Cakes by Pip, did uh her research. Mm-hmm. She represented many different types of um, UFOs. Yeah. On there. Yeah. Which I appreciated. Yes. I was able to um, see many different um, physical forms of UFOs. Yeah. There was a Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. There was the classic flying saucer. Mm-hmm. There were orbs, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which uh, some of you may know as Foo Fighters. They were. Um, who plagued the World War II pilots over in Europe. You can read all about this if you want. But um, There was a little astronaut. There was an astronaut. There was a rocket. It was good. It was a really nice cake. Yeah. I appreciated it. She does it. a good job. Yeah, it was delicious, and too. And we sang to you. You did? And I did try to get some candles up, but it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't, it wasn't happening. And, the, and then the kids said, don't bother. But, but you know what Yoda says, right? Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, but there were so many malted milk balls on the top, I couldn't get any candles. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was the problem. Anyways, it was good. It was a good birthday weekend. Thank you. I appreciated it. Yeah. um, We can only hope to make it special as you are. Well, it's not very special. Right? What? What else? Anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. I think we fairly well covered the uh, birthday yeah. weekend. Birthday weekend. Is there anything else? No, that's it. 48. 48. Not feeling great. <sighs> Things could be worse. How could they be worse? Oh, yeah, they could be worse. I'm not even going to ask that question because mm-hmm. I don't want to know. 
I mean, the world's falling apart around us, you know. I don't really want to go there. I don't want to talk about that. Right, so. I'm trying to intentionally stay away from that shit. So we had a good weekend. Everybody knows the world is shit. So if you're listening to this podcast and wondering why we're not talking about any of the awful shit happening in the world, it's because we don't want, we want you to be able to escape from it for a few minutes. Yeah. All right. By listening to the breakdown of (sighs) Sawtooth's... yeah. 48th birthday. Yeah. Weekend spectacular. That's it. Spectacular thon. Yeah, spectacular thon. And um <clears throat> you know, the other thing I did is I've gone through the recording schedule for the upcoming year. I've changed some things around a bit. Mhm. It's going to be more of you and me. Oh, just me and you. Limited guest spots. I'm going to say that right now. You know, we we're not going to um, be more of us, very selected guests at some point going forward. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, there's a few in the queue right now that are still there from when we were collecting guests left and right. And they're all good guests and I'm looking forward to talking to them. But at some point we're going to have to pick and choose like really carefully. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I so. Do. I do. Oh, we went for a walk. So if you want to be, hold on. Yeah, so yeah. if, hold on. But if you want to be a guest, you better bring something. We want to talk to you, but you got to have something to bring to the table. Like some cake. Some cake. Yeah. You'll get on if you have cake. Go ahead. What about the walk? We went for a walk. What about it? Talk Nothing. about it. It just <clears throat> was part Why of the you... weekend. I was running through what we did this weekend. <sighs> okay. And I remembered that we went for a walk. How was that walk? That's nice. I took you on the route that I go on. Yeah. What did you think about my route? It was at sunset. It was at sunset. And you didn't even kiss me. What? You were so uninspired by me. As the sun was setting, you did not even kiss me. I was testing you. Stop it. You were not. I wanted to kiss you. What? You're such a liar. No, we were walking. I looked over at the horizon. And I said, oh, this would be a good moment to make out with Stomping Jen. Oh, you're such a liar. I said, but let's see if she feels the same way. Oh, stop And I it. looked at you, right, to see if I could ignite something between us. Nothing. It was like a pile of wet wood. No, you're such a liar. No flames to be had. Ugh. No tinder, no kindling. You're painting the worst picture of me. And... You looked at me, so in that moment when I was trying to see if there was anything to ignite as the sun was setting, you looked at me and you said, the dog wants to go. So we had the dog. The dog wants to go. Is that okay? This did not happen, people. Okay, I made it all up. Yeah, you totally made that up. Yeah. Anyways, Thanks. sure. Thanks for painting me in this. <clears throat> Yeah. All right, so you're back to limited guest spots. If you want in, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Is that the right decision? It's any decision that we want to make. That's true. It's our show. Yeah. There's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay, well, um, we're over an hour. That's enough. We are? Yeah. How did that happen? 
Because you got lost talking to me. Oh, I must have. Must have got lost. Must have got lost. In our... Oh, we didn't talk about in the Batman. Deep verbal intercourse. Go ahead. The music. Did you like it? It was like... It was like a little bit of... Sounded almost like the Darth Vader thing. Sounded a little Darth Vader-y. It wasn't quite Darth Vader, but there was... Does he have a theme song, Batman? Like, not the na 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 But there's like some other music. It changes every movie. I feel like there was some tone. There was something that they were borrowing from somewhere else that sounded Batman-ish. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But then there were other parts of the movie where I was like, this sounds a little Darth Vader-y. Um, I don't know who did the score. I had to do some research on this. Who did the score? I have no idea. <clears throat> I don't even know who directed this movie. The best superhero theme song in recent years is oh, the Superman, Superman theme song. It's so good. I know. You love that. It's it's wonderful. It's Who did that? Hans Zimmer, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. I love it so much. <laughs> I love Henry Cavill as Superman. <laughs> oh. They're fucking that guy over by not giving him another movie. I don't understand. I cannot understand it. I, just, I really cannot. I don't understand why DC can't get their shit together. And he is keep... so fucking good as Superman. But I mean, I just don't understand like how Marvel has reached this level of whatever because marvel had a plan and dc just didn't have a plan no they didn't have a plan. but now dc is like basically <clears throat> following the marvel plan not really sort i mean of. so they're both no so they're both doing the multiverse thing in both comic books um both comic book universes have explored the multiverse all across their history like, that's always been a thing that The Flash could do, mm-hmm. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong if you're listening to this, but The Flash can, like, he, you know, he can travel between time. He can go through between universes. He's so fast. Like, that's always been a thing. So, going forward, <clears throat> DC is going to use The Flash, like, as the person who um, connects all the um, multiverses. So I was t- explaining to you in the upcoming Flash movie, Michael Keaton's Batman is coming back. Ben Affleck's Batman is coming back. And this uh, Robert Pattinson Batman, might he, he exists in a completely different universe, right? And apparently it's a universe different from the Joker, right? Um, the the, the Joaquin, well, Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix one. Phoenix one. Um, so... You know, and then there's the, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Christian Bale Batman, too. Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe... Um, what that, about the Adam West? That's a different Adam universe. Adam West still alive. No, he died. I was looking this up to see if they might bring him back. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so what we know for sure in the Flash movie coming up is that he's going to jump across universes, and he's going to go see the Michael Keaton Batman, and he's going to see Ben Affleck Batman. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll be other Batman will show up like the other, like the Spider-Man did. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome and it worked. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I like it though. I like that there can be more than one Batman because they're very different. Well, it's like that in the comics. Exactly. The Robert Pattinson Batman is like 
you know, very different feel than the um, Michael Keaton Batman. They all have a different feel. Yeah. I like, I personally like that. I can accept in my head that there are multiple versions of Batman in different universes. Same on the Marvel side, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can, I don't know. It's not a problem for me. You grew up reading these comics. Yeah. Um, I'm excited they're bringing Daredevil back from the TV show. That guy was awesome. So he's going to be back. Um, But anyway, so it looks like there's a lot of good DC movies coming up this year. We'll see. So, but I am looking forward to The Flash. I think that's going to be good. That guy they got to play The Flash is good. Yeah, I like that guy. So... Um, he's got a big tuchus. <laughs> he has, he has to run. You notice that? No, I didn't notice that. I noticed that. it in his costume. I did and notice, um, Scars guards. Very, we'll get to him in a second. Very meaty tuchus. Oh, we didn't talk about his abs? Flash. We talked no. about his abs. You and I did privately. No, we had a conversation. No, we didn't. We absolutely did not. So we can talk about Skarsgård. No, there was a <clears throat> there was a trailer at the beginning of the Batman for the Alexander Skarsgård's new movie called The Northman. The Northman. Right, he plays Northman. a Viking. Yeah. And there are many scenes of him without his shirt on. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me what you saw. Um, I saw abs on top of abs. Yeah. I came up with a new name for him after seeing that trailer. It's Abs Sexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Abs, right? Then Sex, then Ander. Abs Sexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He can um, he can pillage my village any day. <laughs> oh boy. What? <laughs> what? And then there was some trailer. What oh, we did talk movie? about it. We did talk about I'm it. I'm telling you, we talked about I it. I said I would have a good baby with him. Yes, you did. Yeah. I told you we right. talked about oh, it. Oh, sorry. It was such a good topic. We had to talk about it again. Yeah. Those abs. You can't get them out of your mind. <laughs> you cannot get the abs out of your mind. Do you need, do you need another nap? What was, what was the... Uh, there's some other movie coming out with Sandra Bullock that uh, in the trailer. So there's like this one scene with... Um, Speed 3? I don't know what the name of the movie is. What happens? But uh, Channing Tatum is in it. And Channing Tatum? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it has so Brad the, Pitt in so it, So in right? the trailer, Brad Pitt comes on the scene, and and then Sandra Bullock goes to him, why are you so handsome? And he goes, my father was a weatherman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is handsome. He has such a nice face. Yeah, he is a really handsome guy. He is... Um, you remind me of him. And he's named Brad, too. I know. Anyways. All right, on that note. All right. Let's go take a nap. Enough fawning over movies. I want to watch Yellowstone. Talk about another handsome man, Kevin Costner. Ugh. Really? <laughs> Did we talk about this? He was my original man crush. I know he was. I don't understand it. Oh, my God. I love him so much. I do not get that. Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, that Baz Luhrmann movie of Elvis. You think that looks good? That you, looks well, good. You like, I love Baz Luhrmann. You like this Baz Luhrmann. I do. I love yeah. everything I don't know anything touches. about him. He did Moulin Rouge, and he did Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Okay. And he did, he did The Greatest Showman. 
Did I like that? I don't know if you liked it. He does like music. Is that the one where Wolverine's running around yeah. singing? Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that was Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did he do that one, uh, The Great Gatsby? Yeah. He does things in that he makes them look like music videos. I like, like The Great Gatsby. Did he also do Romeo and Juliet? Yes, I just said that he did that. You did? Yes. That was one of my With favorite. Leonard DiCaprio? Yes, yes. That was yes, really he good. did Moulin Rouge, Romeo and hold Juliet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You say the movie, I'm going to rate them. Go ahead. Moulin Rouge. Shut up. I hate that movie. Just, Go on. No, Next. Just forget it. Wait, is that the play we saw, Moulin Rouge? It was based on the movie, yes. I like the play. I This was, was before COVID. Yeah. We went to Broadway, and there were um, naked dancers gyrating around in hoops i'm not so sure that he did um the greatest showman so he did okay go ahead moulin rouge moulin rouge romeo and juliet okay hold on he did do romeo and juliet yeah it's next gatsby strictly ballroom which i don't know that i've ever seen australia (laughs) i don't as nicole kidman the first Monday in May. Oh my God! Hold on. What is that? Oh my God! It's a documentary. I don't <gasps> know if these are Baz what, Luhrmann what else? movies. Hold on, this doesn't seem right. What else? Was Baz Luhrmann involved in the Greatest Showman? He was involved, but he was not the director. Did Wolverine direct that? I don't know. Wait, hold I can't find Oh, it. we don't need to know. What other movie did he do? Ugh, like, nothing else. The okay. first Monday in May in Crazy About Tiffany's. All right, so he has two good movies, we've decided. And maybe this Elvis one will be good. What? Uh, shut up. He has more. No, he only has two good movies. That is not true. Romeo and Juliet and... What was that one I liked? Um, the Great Gatsby. And Moulin Rouge. Because you can't, can't, can't. Stop it. It's like one of my favorite movies. Come on. It's terrible. Let's tell people. It's awful. I'm going to tell people. What are you going to tell them? I did not see this movie in the theater, and it's one of my life's biggest regrets. That is one of your life's biggest regrets? hmm Yes, because I took this movie out of the library on a DVD. You were not home. It's when I worked in retail, and it was uh-huh. like an afternoon, Yeah, and you were not home, and I put this movie on, and I watched it, Yeah, and then I immediately watched it again. Wow. I'm glad you like it. it I'm is, just rating it. It's not a great movie. You don't like musicals. It's not true. I love Hamilton. That's an anomaly. I like Frozen. Another anomaly. I like, what's that one with the singing um, dogs? Isn't there one with dogs in it that sing? No? Okay, Hamilton, Frozen... Uh, Coco. I like Coco. That's a good movie, Coco. Um, 
What else do I like? Any other musicals I like? Huh. No, that's it. I like those three. Mm. That's it. Those are the only three good musicals that there are. <laughs> Schindler's List a musical? All right. Steven Spielberg makes musicals. He made West Side Story. Okay. He remade it. We haven't seen it yet. Schindler's List isn't a musical, though, is it? I'm um, going to go with no. Okay. Okay. That was a joke, people. Not funny, was it? Right. How many hours now is it? An hour and 15 minutes. Oh, that's not so bad. No. You, you ready to go? kept looking at the clock like not you just want to watch Yellowstone. Wow. No, I'm enjoying talking to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, Jan. <sighs> I was going to do a birthday fundraiser. I decided not to. Oh. Who oh. were you going to do a birthday fundraiser? Um, the Satanic Temple in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm. They're doing a lot of good work mm. around reproductive rights, First Amendment stuff. I thought, okay, you're yawning. It's time to go. Did you know that? Um... My so-called selfish life is in the Salem Film Festival for people out in Boston. Right. So um, my so-called selfish life is a documentary film about people who choose to be child-free. They make the child-free choice. We interviewed Therese Schechter, Schechter, who is the award-winning filmmaker who made that movie. It was a great conversation that was Oh, I forget what episode number, but you can go back and look for it. Um, anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be in Salem, Massachusetts. When? I don't know. It might have been this weekend. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, you can find the the point that Stomping Jen is trying to make is this movie is now out there um, being shown in theaters. It was in the film festival. And in film festivals. So go see it. Yeah. If it right? comes around by you, right. go check it out. Yeah. Um, and our friend, Chanel Dubofsky, um, the writer, who has also been interviewed on this podcast, is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she is interviewed in it. Yeah. Right? So go support that movie if you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Stomping Jen. I think that's it. Many attempts to end this podcast. I so enjoy talking to I you. I know. You seem to be into it tonight. This is your way of avoiding that nap, isn't it? Keep me talking. Oh tire me out. Just think about Absexander Skarsgård. Keep thinking. Picture his abs and Brad Pitt's face. Okay? I, well, Brad Pitt has his own set of abs. Oh, he does. You're right. <laughs> All right, well, picture both of them. That's like too much. I'll tape a basketball onto my shoulder. I will say that there is something that uh, Alexander Skarsgård and yes. Brad Pitt and yourself ha- all have in common. Oh, really? What is it? Please tell me. <laughs> Please go on. Uh, the hair it? and the beard and the. Should I let down my hair? Oh God! <laughs> Ready? Right, I'm reaching up and I'm letting my ow, ow long flowing hair down. You don't have a mirror over there. <laughs> All right. What do you think? I'm no. waving it around. No, it's time to go. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye, everyone. Right. Um, thanks bye. for listening. Uh, please, if you like what you're hearing here, um, 
tell a friend, please subscribe, download our episodes and, uh, thanks. We love you. And, uh, bye now. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road.